Hey everybody, welcome back to Fire at Will with Aaron and Rye. Hey y'all. We are so happy to be back. Um, we got some interesting and helpful feedback because every time we get together to record and to have these conversations and these revelations, we want it to be better and better for us and for you. So um, It's obviously going to get better. Well, we get better, but it is going to get better. Right, because the more we do it, the more practice we become. So, Absolutely. So one interesting thing that we wanted to share is that... Um, or one interesting thing that this person asked us to share, <laughs> since she got so much feedback for us. And we love her for it. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yes. That. So one interesting thing that we wanted to share is that we record for you from The Office. The Office happens to be a vehicle <laughs> where we can escape the children, the dogs, her husband, anybody else, the TV, anything else that could distract us from having these conversations. And I feel like us being in this closed space allows us to really concentrate on the conversation. Yes. When we're inside, not only because of the dog and it, we get distracted by other shit too. We do. Like, do you want a snack? Right. <laughs> Want some wine? Yeah. <laughs> right. And then it goes all over the place. It does. So because we're in here and there's no food, we can no have wine. This, no wine, no people, and no animals. We can be keto in this car really for this hour. Yes, we can. Also, I better lose some damn weight after I know. This you year. know what? We should probably like flexing and doing some <laughs> exercises while we're in here. But uh, the other thing is that um, <clears throat> we did hear a comment about the, the noise that you might hear in the background. That would be the AC because it is hellfire hot down here in where Atlanta, we are. Georgia. Yes, Atlanta, Georgia is hot in the summertime, so you will hear this good AC. And I appreciate um, the gas that provides it. Hallelujah. So, um, you know, and then when we get to the fall, you won't hear that. So you won't. <laughs> you hear something different, crack. right? <laughs> right. But um, and just a little bit about. Um, Yes, because since she wanted to know a little bit about us. Everybody wants to know about us. I think people know about us. No, they do. Because okay. guess what? We're going to get strangers that people who know nothing about us. And they okay. just happen upon our podcast. Okay. So a little bit about me. I was born in Detroit, raised in Jacksonville, Florida, relocated to Atlanta recently with my 15-year-old son just to see something new. And... Um, and I'm also a former educator, and I still work in the ed education space, but in the technology field. So um, I do have a day job that allows me to talk to people, and um, but not to be super opinionated. So that's why I appreciate my time with my girlfriends. You you didn't and mention your child. I mean, do you even I care said, about him? You I mean, I care about you him. You didn't talk about Poochie. I did. So okay. Oh, you're right. So my 15 year old son is Zion. He really is bomb. I like him as a person. Like, I love him because I'm his mama. But I really like him as a person. He's a good dude. And I also have this very old dog, an 11-year-old dog named Zeno. And he is uh, stinking still, cute. He's, he's stinking cute. First of all, he doesn't look super old. He does. And because he doesn't have his bottom, he's a, um, a he's Yorkie. A Yorkie mm -hmm. And he's very petite. He's very tiny. Um, but because he doesn't have his bottom teeth, his tongue kind of permanently sticks out, and it's the cutest, stinkingest thing you've ever seen. Until he lays that, that dry-ass tongue on you, and then what? Oh, it don't bother me. <laughs> I like Zeno. He's my poochie. He want to move in with me. You can't have him. He wants to leave. I promise you, he, he wants to leave. He can visit as often as I visit. Okay. Is okay. That, that's, that's it? it? That's good for me. We'll keep revealing more as the um, time goes on. Oh. I'm Rye. Hi, Rye. Hi, Aaron. <laughs> I was born in Queens, New York. Um, I moved from Queens to Atlanta and then from Atlanta to Miami and then back from Miami to New York and then from New York back. From New York to Connecticut and then from Connecticut back to Atlanta. Because I just couldn't I don't know, find my tribe. I couldn't I just felt like I was a gypsy, I guess. I don't know. I'm glad you um, felt free to move though. I like moving. But now that I have kids, I can't go nowhere. No. But um, when I was young, and I like moving around. Yeah. I like being in different cities, seeing new things. I'm a travel bug. I love traveling. Yes. I could travel a million times a month. It would never bother me. Yeah. Um, I have my baby, Zuri, my Omi. Um, you guys already know Chris because um, I talk about him all the time. I have my, my puppy, Snoopy. Um... 
I work for a finance company here in Atlanta. Um, what else? I'm an Aquarius. I'm, I'm a Taurus. I'm cute. We short. I'm crazy. We cute. My mom is Jamaican. My father's Haitian. So there's a lot going oh, on that, I, I want to explain that because I think a lot of people get um, weirded out. They're just like, I don't see it. How does that happen? Because I think that when people hear Jamaican, they, they automatically assume Rasta. Mm-hmm. So that's no, that's obviously not the case. Um, my mother uh, is Chinese, black, and Indian Jamaican. Mm-hmm. So her mother is Chinese and black, my grandmother Olga, and my grandfather is Indian Jamaican. Okay. So they have my mama, and my mom looks Filipino, but she's Jamaican. Yes. And then my father is Haitian and French. So his father is black from Haiti, and his mom's white from France. Mm-hmm. And um, another interesting fact is that my great uncle was president of Haiti. Wow. Yeah. What else? I got a lot of weird things with me. Mm-hmm. Um, people assume I'm Spanish. I think it's the dark hair and the you know the that your the the skin and then the dark hair. The all the time I get the yeah. are you Puerto Rican are you mm-hmm. no Mm-mm. just black just black I mean I know it's it's not I mean, you it's know not just it, black, but you know what I mean but how many of us are just black it's, I'm Caribbean exactly I'm not American exactly and I think that's the that's probably the best response um what else that's it I mean I think that's a good start because I we do want people to know who we are and where we come from right. and, you know, we, we've had interesting journeys in life, and, I mean, we've seen so many things, done so many things, and we'll continue to see and do more. So, these conversations come from people who, you know, it's not like we've been locked up in a, in you know, a perfect life. You know, what's crazy is that now that that person requested that I say something about myself, I'm not uncomfortable talking about, like, situations, Mm -hmm. but I am uncomfortable talking about, like, details of myself. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Just like I'm uncomfortable accepting compliments. Hmm. Like, if somebody's like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. I'm like, really? You think so? Like, (laughs) why do you think that is, though? So whenever you were in school, when you were younger and you had to introduce yourself, did that? I would feel awkward. That would give you anxiety? It would make my cheeks blush. Mm -hmm. I would feel, like, heat in my face. Wow. Weird. Not weird, but there's something there. But I don't mind, like, if they ask a question in class and I know the answer is standing up to answer mm-hmm. the question or being vocal in that in that way. But when it comes to actually having attention on me, I don't like it. That's why I didn't have a big wedding. So you did... You had I a- went to the courthouse on purpose because I don't... Like, I would never want to have a surprise birthday party. That would make no. me feel... Mm-mm. So you don't like to be the center of attention? I don't. And I think that, um, I think I get a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. I think that when I'm out in a public space, I just get a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. And I think I've always gotten a lot of attention. So I don't have any lack of it. Mm -hmm. But it makes me uncomfortable to be the center of it. And I think maybe it's because people think I like to be the center of it. So is it, so it's more about how people would perceive it? Maybe. And therefore, I become uncomfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Like, literally just now, like, trying to think of what to say about myself. I'm like, oh. Where did you feel I it? just felt cringy. I felt like my, I felt my, felt I felt my butthole kind of <laughs> tighten up. Like, oof. I don't so, want to say anything. My, like, it's just weird. I was seeing a, a life coach therapist, and she, um, I told her that uh, sometimes Zion is having these emotions, and I don't know what to say and I'm like what's wrong or how can I help and she said okay try this where do you feel it because depending on where you feel it then that can tell you more about it right and you (laughs) but your description is accurate you're like it makes my butthole like tight like I'm literally like like, clench (laughs) don't ask me about myself like I don't want to talk about me so even ooh, maybe that's why you've been at your job so long because you know in interviews you have to talk about your strengths that's true. No, I think, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I think that I do well on that platform because if it's about money, then I can probably like, be a little more that. flexible. But when it's just like people trying to get to, know, I'd rather people get to know me through experience with me. Right. I think it's hard to give my give myself a really valid description. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. In words, like I just couldn't. 
I also feel that sometimes because of what I say, I may be, I may be, um, people may misinterpret me or people may misunderstand what I'm saying. Well, they have, uh, people have. Yeah, I think they, I think they have. And so I'm like, uh, let me not even, because then they're going to run with it. Mm -hmm. The only thing that's concrete about my character is that I'm honest. (laughs) Everything else can, you know, I can, I'm flexible. Right. I feel like I'm the kind of person that I can be in the room with a bunch of thugs or I can be in the room in a nursing home. Yeah. I think that I can adjust my personality to my environment. I don't think that I'm, I don't think that I, um, I'm stuck in my way. That so much. I describe that because I talk about myself like that and I'll say that I belong everywhere. Me too. I'm very flexible. I, I really belong everywhere. I really can go anywhere and I can Places I can don't make fine. me uncomfortable. No. I only get uncomfortable when it's time to go to the bathroom and I'm unsure as to what I'm going to find when I get in there. I'm only but... uncomfortable when they focus or direct all of the attention <laughs> on me. But you know something? Mm. So I'm probably, probably not quite opposite, but... I think you like attention. I will, I do walk in places and I'm like, hello! You, yeah, you like and to I'm be just, the center of, yeah. And, but I don't want to stay there. Yeah, it's weird, isn't I it? I don't want to stay in that place, but I do no, I can command see, it. I can see you walking in, doing the wop. I do that. I can see that. Yeah, so I'm, I am, I don't, and, and it's interesting, I was just home in Detroit with my, around my cousin. And she's the same way. And we're just energy, in my aunt energy and just ooh. But I don't think it's because you want attention. I think that you're trying to introduce good energy into wherever you walk into. That is actually much be- a much better explanation because it's not that I want attention. Mm-mm. It's not that I'm like, that look at, at me. I just bring you walk the, in yeah. and you are setting the tone of good energy. Right. That's what you're trying to do. Yeah. But sometimes you walk in and there's already a bad tone. And you come in doing it and they're like, nigga, we're not trying to see that. <laughs> So I think that's interesting to learn that about you, that it makes you uncomfortable to the point of being cringy. Mm-hmm. Like I'll almost like tighten my jaw too. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have a physical reaction. Okay. It'll make me feel awkward. Mm-hmm. Like I'll feel like I have, like I'm expected to perform. Yeah. And I don't like that kind of pressure. I don't want to feel like I have to be on. Right. You know, it's so funny that sometimes when I go out with Chris... I feel weird because I feel like people are watching us to mm-hmm. see how we interact with each other yeah. and it makes me feel like I have to be on mm-hmm. that's fucking corny right like just let us be like right. how we are why are you guys observing us in that way I see people watching us I'm like can you stop looking at like me like they're at the damn aquarium yes girl like I'm the like I'm the baby beluga I mean I guess swimming you're... in a deep blue sea you know what I'm saying? Like, come on now, stop. It's tacky. I hate it. Like, small, your little hands. Yes, the girl, yes. <laughs> That's so, exactly how I feel. How does that feel, though, to be like a a known person? I'm not a known person. Or connected person. to a known person? Um, sometimes it's okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's aggravating. Right. Um, like, we'll be just in Publix. And you know, like some, and I'm I'm looking like. Mm. Have you ever seen um, that meme with Serena Williams where like me on Instagram and me at Walmart? Right. Yes. I'm always the the Walmart <laughs> one. Right. I'm not getting dressed up every time I walk out my door. That's just not the kind of no. person that I am. And so sometimes him and I might just run to Target because we want to go to Target. Right. And then every time we'll bump it, and I'm like, God. <laughs> My damn sweatpants have a right. hole, but they're my favorite ones. I wear these. These are my favorite sweatpants. They got a hole in the pocket. I mean, I'm just looking raggedy. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God. And they're just judging me. Like, ooh, that's... Yes, that's me. Yes, that's real people. I don't have to be all bougie, dressy, dressy every time I go out somewhere. And you half know, the time, we're just... We're, we're literally stealing 45 minutes to run and do something. Right. Because we're responsible for other people, and we have to rush back home or whatever it is. So we go on a target run together as a like let's go real quick right. you know kind of thing just us with nobody else right yeah 
and I we always run into somebody that knows him and then because they know him they know of me and they're just looking at me in disgust like because Chris can um throw on anything you know men are different slim though. people yeah they can wear anything oh my god can't stand that shit it just hangs and he just them. put a fucking thing in a hat and, and, he, then- <laughs> and then he just looked like he put himself right. together like a whole outfit now he looks like he ironed when you're <laughs> yeah, exactly <Yes. laughs> It looks like he ironed. That's right. exactly the way to put it. Mm-hmm. Me, I look like I'm wearing 10-day-old clothes. I, know. I just wash my shit, right. too. I just look like... I promise it's fresh. That's because I'm short and, and curvy. I'm thick. Yep. Whenever, I'm telling you, it just We not, have to dress with intention. Otherwise, we look thrown together, and it's not cute. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to, like, put things together and cinch here and make sure this much is showing because then it, it brings the eye here and... I. I'm not doing all that. No. You see, I'm not, not even wear, wearing a bra. You, I, I was about to every say. time you come to my house, am I even wearing a bra? No. And guess what? I almost came over here without a bra, and I was like, because you know I, it's allowed. But I was like, look, look, the boys. Oh let yeah. Me look. You but th- actually, you think I give a shit? No. Then I thought about. I was like, don't nobody care. But in this house, they don't care if I got a bra or not. They don't care. They used to boobs flapping, so I was like, you, you better know stop. They don't mind no flap. You better they hang. They don't flap. Mine were flapping yesterday. I went to boot camp, y'all. We'll talk about that later. But um <laughs> call me on FaceTime. Talk about, do you see this? Right. Had one drop of sweat. One. I had dabbed by then. Whatever. But, I told her to come over here and I'll give her ooh, a real I workout. I was stressed. Oh, I was stressed. Whatever. Lord, you'll be fine. I've been drinking water all day. But um I find it interesting because um like of course I follow people on Instagram. Okay, and then that's another thing. That's how I met you was on, yes. was through Instagram. So my brother actually followed Chris, and then he sent me some of Chris's posts, and then I followed Chris. Does your then, brother have a secret crush on Chris? I think he did. Mm, I figured. But I don't think he does now. I don't know. That's another, that's a topic. That's, that's, that's one thing I battle with, too. What? That, uh, when I meet people... I'm wondering if they had like a secret. if they have a secret crush on mm-hmm. him. Well, it's it's funny. Like after I followed him, and he posted you, and there was something, some interaction you all were having. I thought you were more interesting, so I followed you. Mm-hmm. And then after I had moved here, you happened to post about reading, wanting to start a book club. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you know something else? I was looking back in our DMs because I was looking for something, and I saw that I DM'd you about what was happening in Houston. Because you put up a post about wanting to donate. Yeah, and I did. I did And donate. I sent something to you, and you said thank you. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that was it. Like, it was, you had actually said, um, if anybody knows any place, where a good place where I can donate, where the people will actually get the money, please let me know. Right. And I knew of that because of somebody else I followed that And I lived also sent a bunch of clothes and canned goods yeah. and stuff, too. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And, and I remember that, that. You did? You, you messaged me at that Because I, I was if looking I for a message. If I would have only known you were going to be my future boo. I know. I didn't know it either. <laughs> I just that. I just responded because you um, were trying to help, and right. I was like, "Oh, this guy over here is actually out there helping people." It's this DJ in Houston, and he was actually out there helping people out in his um, Jeep, like going to pick people you, up. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh," and it just clicked to me. I was like, "Let me send that to her," oh, so, and that was it. And that was so crazy. And so um, then, however long later, you were like, "Hey, I want to start a book club," and I was like, "Oh, I, I love to read. Let's do this." Right. And that's how we met. We had this um, purely organic relationship to develop. So it was about books and about connecting with these other women in the group. And then we were kind of drawn together. Um, From we conversation. Saw, we just... Just conversation. We just, you know, when you meet somebody and just vibe with Right. Them. We vibe. And then we, we vibed and then we started talking about our boys. You know, we love our boys. So then that was an interesting way for us to vibe right. too. But just as women, we vibed. And then as mothers, we vibed. And then our kids met. And, then, and they vibed. And they vibed. And now, you know, eventually our dogs met and they vibed. So it's You basically like, just moved in. I did. I have a room. <laughs> I have a drawer. I have a shelf. Um, I know my way around. You sure do. They're like, come on in. I'm like, Girl, oh, it's just me. Fridge, everything. Right. <laughs> Don't care. If I hit the lottery, they come in with me. Yeah, if I hit the lottery, you come with exactly. me. Exactly. So it's, it's really like that. But it's a... And I, I call it... I mean, I would really describe it as a divine relationship. Like it really, you? no, it is. It's, it's a divine relationship. When I think about what everything that's happened to even lead me here, right, and um, how I even ended up in Atlanta, right, and then how you know, that almost, that almost <laughs> I ended up in Atlanta, and then 
I'm in Atlanta, and although I know some people in Atlanta, I don't have a lot of close friendships here. Not like in Jacksonville, of course, because that's where I spent so much of my adult life. So having to come here and essentially start over, I did have some relationships, but having to find my tribe, like you mentioned, and now I feel like, you know, I I met um, another friend of mine who might make an appearance on our show, but now I feel like I found my tribe. I feel very comfortable, like even meeting your sister, I'm like, oh yeah, this is good. Your brother, um, met your mom. So just being kind of in the bosom of that kind of love and family and and just people that are like me. I like that. Yeah. 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 And the good. way and the way that it just happened, it was truly organic. Yeah. It was not forced because I, I wasn't like, I'm gonna be her friend. I no, didn't. and not like that. I think that um I don't think that you were really hitting me up. I think I hit you up. Yeah, I think we were talking about something, and you were like, I'm going to check on you about that, and then it started. Yeah, it just grew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we just kept communicating after that. And that's, but I think that's, like, the best way. Like, it was truly organic. organic. And then even. That's the only kind of relationship I want. Yeah, that's it. But I even love how, I love how you love my son. I love how I love your son. Like, I know that if something were to happen, I could dispatch you and you'd be like, I got to go. Let me go get Zion. <laughs> Let me go get him. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I like feeling that way. It, like when it's somebody that I don't feel that way about, then they, they really can't have a place in my life. But right. like you're like putting roots in my life. And I know that if I said, hey, um, I need you to come stay at my house, I feel comfortable with you being yeah. in my house. I feel the same way. I could leave you in my house for a week and I don't feel any kind yeah. of way about it. Yeah. That's when you know it's, yeah, it's real. Yeah, it's real. Um, but that's not what... Well, the, she wanted... She, not she. People. Yes, Stacy. <laughs> hey, Stacy. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> but um, I think that's good, though, when people get to know us better. And actually, we learn more about each other just by having that exchange. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. High five. So... It kind of goes... It lends itself to the topic. How do we get what we want in relationships? Um... Because how do we get what we want in friendship? I don't know. Honestly. I mean, I brought I brought this topic up because I think that it's a, an important one. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's one that we don't... Nobody really knows for sure. I think people are navigating their way around um, situations with other people. Trying to get what they want. But not always... They're not always successful at it because they don't know how to go about it. So, what I want in a friendship is really simple. I want it to be organic. I want loyalty. I want trust. I want respect. And I want fun. Yes. Ooh, because if I I had all of that and no fun, that's boring. I want fun, fun, fun. I want to laugh. I want to joke. I want to dance. I want to pop. I want to twerk. (laughs) I want to eat. I want to drink. I want to travel. I want to travel. Yes. I want to go get my nails done. I want to have talk secrets. shit. I want to yep. have secrets. <laughs> right. I want all of that. Yeah. That's what I want in a friendship. But do you just go out the gate? Hey, I want to be your friend. But by the way, it has to be da 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 da. Like, no. how do you how do you go about, you know, authenticating your friendship? I think that while you're being your authentic self, you pay attention to that person being their authentic. But self. sometimes you get tricked. And I think that that's where we talked about discernment. Yeah. I think that's where you pray for things like that to be revealed to you. Because while you're being your authentic self and having a good time, and you are trusting that that person is doing the same thing, they do reveal themselves eventually. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have to be so mindful about giving ourselves over completely too soon. Mm-hmm. Because we get so excited and we're like, <sighs> and then yeah. we just give it over. But, I mean... That's that's to me the um the organic way is automatically paced out. Right. It's not the organic way is not just this love at first sight situation. Right. Because even love at first sight, after after you get over that part, then you find out that you know they don't wear there's lotion. Some, they, they, <laughs> there's some real shit going on. Right. So they're, they're human. But the yeah yeah. But then you find out I don't like this human. So I think the organic thing, it, it's automatically just kind of rolls out little by little or a lot sometimes. And then it goes back to being a little. So that brings out to that a lot of people um, don't want to like do the work. Right. 
and I think I mentioned this in a, a previous episode, but um, all relationships are work. Yes. When do you stop working? When do you say, mm-mm, this job ain't for me? I think when it's too much work. When it's exhausting. And when you have to make yourself try. Because some things are just automatic. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. Life gets busy. Mm-hmm. You are a wife, a mother. You mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. You have a family. Girl, you got a lot it. going on. So, are you going to be able to talk to one of your friends every day? No. Maybe not. You know what's crazy? Remember I was telling you about Keish? Mm-hmm. So, today I spoke to her and, oh man, I missed her. Didn't it feel good? It felt so good. But then I walk in the house and Zuri's like, yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh, Keisha, I gotta and call Snoop you back. Like, eh. Right. And then everybody needed to eat, so I had to cook dinner. Right. And it's just, it's too much going on, and I couldn't really focus on the conversation. And the conversation was good. Yeah. The content and the quality was good. And there was some shit that her and I said, when she comes here, I'm doing an episode with her because she got some shit to talk about. All right. But um, I was like, you know, I wish I could dedicate more time because she's not only my cousin she's my friend right and I miss her mm-hmm. and I don't get to speak to her all the time because she's in London but I gotta hang up yeah I gotta hang up because I got real responsibility I would much rather have spoken to her than have to fix dinner right. and clean up the kitchen and do all that but I had to do it mm-hmm. it sucks and it does suck and that that in that instance, that relationship is not too much work. It's just so much going around. And you then, have to... but then you you relationships require maintenance. That's what they I'm do. saying. So, as much as I love to talk to her and I love her, if I'm not making an effort to maintain that relationship, mm-hmm. eventually it will dissolve. You, you, I mean, yeah, when you see each other, you know, you you love each other, but it's not, it's not the, the, the strength, same. The, right, right, right. It weakens. Right. My friend Sharice. Um, who recently also had a baby and has gone back to work, I don't speak to her as much as I used to. We don't hang out as much as we used to. We don't travel together like we used to. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't make the same moves because obviously we're in a different point in our lives. But, so I feel like because I'm not maintaining that relationship, it's it's possible that it can weaken. So I I think that that's when you start to make those play dates on purpose. Okay. And I do try. And I'm, I'm telling you, the effort is made. However, I'd be tired. Yeah. So we'll say, hey. <laughs> the play date is She'll say it too. She'll say <laughs> it too. She'll be like, girl, together. yeah, I'm going to come see you. I've actually gone out to her house. She that, Another thing too. She lives all the way in East Cobb. Oh, okay. Okay. So I say, I've gone out there. I'm going to come see you. But then there's sometimes she's like, oh, I'm going to come through. I'm gonna, and I'm like, I'm so tired. I'm yeah. not going to be good company. Right. That's why sometimes when you come, I'm like, just just spend the night. Right. Because that way I can wake up in the morning refreshed and we can pick you, up right. from there. Because I'm telling you right now, I need a nap. I'm but not going to be thing. good. Right. I get that because, I mean, and, I, and not to say that I only this, but I mean, in comparison, right. I have myself and my child and sometimes the dog because I share custody of him with my brother. But even I am tired. I'm mentally exhausted. And sometimes I feel like I have nothing to give. Like, I'm just I'm, I'm just tapped like, out. Like, I'm going to be here and I'm just going to be looking at you. Like, you're going to be bored. Don't even bother. And then sometimes, like, if I were to come over here when I have nothing to give, we're just going to sit here and right. just comfort each other. But when, but, but then, but when is <laughs> And I'm going to hold like, the baby. <laughs> like, oh, you can hold the baby. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, then I can take a nap. You can. <laughs> um, but there's maintenance mm-hmm. involved and... As we get older and we do get busier and our lives get more chaotic and we get more exhausted, we're not maintaining or flowering or watering our relationships the way that we should. Right. And so as we get older, um, I think that it becomes difficult to maintain those relationships where I observe men and men don't allow the same thing to happen. They don't. They get together. They get together. And it don't matter if they slept one hour. They be like, "Ooh, I'm going. To, I'm going out to the right. club, my friend. I'm gonna have me some drinks tonight. I'm going to have some. Go-. They want to go look at the girls. They want to go do whatever. And they really make an effort. They go out to they maintain their friendship. Like, they go golfing. They they do their thing. I'm tired. And golfing takes all day. They do and their it's thing. hot outside. Yes. The sun is hot. But they do it. And you got to carry the clubs if you don't have a caddy and. Who has time for that? But I also want to point this out. I mean, out. if you go to Top Golf because it's it's like a fan area, yeah. yeah, I can do it's that. It's nice and cool there. 
and it's controlled. I'm not I, having to. Run I want to go places where I can bring my kids and they can enjoy it too. And there's not many places that I want to go with my kids that they enjoy as well. How many men think like that though? Oh no. I know they don't. They don't think about it. They're like, oh, no, I spent this time with you guys and the kids. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to take this time for me. Mm-hmm. Moms don't think like that. Never. Moms are like, no. And when we do, it is like we plan it well right. in advance. Right, right, right. Remember, I'm having mom's night out on right. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it'll be three weeks out. And you're like, uh-uh. You know, in, in two, now, now announcing in two weeks. Now right. announcing in one and week. And it's from 3 p.m. to 7 right. p.m. So you don't even got to stay out too late. <laughs> right. You don't even have to do anything too crazy. Right. Why, why is that? Because I think women just naturally bear the brunt. That's fucked up. Of all the responsibility. That's- Fucked Just like you up. said, you come home. I gotta come home. They need to eat. Blah blah blah. You know, yeah. Like even listening to that, we automatically bear the brunt. Yeah. And dinner can be a pleasure to prepare, but I mean, because it's nice. It does feel good when I feed my child and I don't go bag it. You know, when I go and I prepare something for him and we can eat that together, that feels good to me. But I would like for there to be another person there sometimes, so that it's not completely my responsibility right. to feed him. Yeah, no, see, Chris won't, if I tell him I don't feel like cooking tonight, he'll go out and buy the food. Mm -hmm. I just have a thing against feeding the kids or him street food every day. Right. I have a, I have a thing against it. If I have something in the freezer that I can pull out to thaw out and cook, that's what we're going to do. If I have the time, I'm going to do it. If I was really spent, I could just say, hey, but he ain't going to cook none. He'll go buy something though. And just like now, we're out here recording and we're doing our thing. He's watching Zuri. And he's been with her all day. Yes. So it's not that, you know. No, it's not but like then, that. But then I'll go back inside. And he's like, you know what? I'm going. He, he'll be like, I'm, I'm going out. out. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, aren't you tired? You've been up since like 630 with a baby. Aren't you? No, no I'm, uh-huh. I'm good. I'm good enough I'll to sleep go when out. I'm dead. Right. The 13 minutes I got today is enough. I'm out. And I'm like, I need sleep now. Right. And don't you want to sleep? I don't know. Don't you want to stay, you know? And can't you just yeah. be with me? Yeah. I'm going to sleep, though, so. It's okay. He can still put his hand on your booty. That's true. Not with Zuri being a little girl. Oh, we got to reach around mm-hmm. him. Anyway, it's a whole complicated situation. Yeah, I, I get it, though. But it does take, it does take, uh, you do have to tend those relationships. So one way that I tend some of my relationships, because I've kind of lost touch mm-hmm. with, um some of my friends from Jacksonville because our schedules are crazy. I'm just not there anymore. You know, we used to be able to say, oh, let's go get our nails done or let's go eat. But it's not there anymore. So sometimes if something funny happens, I make sure I text them about it. So, so like, this when is I went my out problem. With Toothless, okay. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. <laughs> when I went out with Toothless, right? And that whole thing happened. I feel like you were the first person I texted about that. Oh, man, that was good. Um, only because we had been talking about my dating life and I knew you would appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And that shit was funny. It was hilarious. So I, I know that I feel like you were the first person I texted Because you knew that. I would have been Oh my rolling. God, yes. I was rolling. Yes. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. So I texted you. Um, and, but then I texted some of my other girlfriends. Um, y'all have a couple of girlfriends in Jacksonville. I sent them a text to let them know. And that's just kind of a way where they feel... More still included, included right. in my life here because right. I am d- making a different life and it's easy for other people to feel like they're just on the Outsource. fringe of it mm-hmm. well the thing is this too though when you text somebody or you initiate conversation they expect that conversation to kind of get going so sometimes I start a text and I'm like, mm, forget it because <laughs> I don't want to keep talking to you but I've noticed something about you though what? you sometimes you don't be responding you just be liking the, liking a damn Bye, Aaron. I'm not texting you no more. Fuck that. If you're just gonna be liking and not responding, I am not saying anything to you anymore because that is a lazy way out, and I'm not. I'm not doing it. If I took the time to write a sentence, you can at least give me an emoji. You just tap like. I'm like, no. What the fuck kind of relationship do you think this is giving me the bare minimum? I was working from home. You can. You Listen, know what? I've been on the phone all day. I was at work customers. when I texted you too. You were sitting at your desk. Yes, and working. 
I was working. Anyway, I've been I on the phone. No, I see how I you don't move. move that way all the time. We be, you know, we. Be. Yes, you do. <laughs> I do. I be texting you, and all you do is Sit like. Heart. <laughs> Aaron laughed at this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? And I do have thoughts, like when we're texting, and sometimes I'll just do that. And you're right; that shit is lazy. So I'm gonna do better. See? No, it's because you know that I'm, and I'm, and I'm being, I know you're gonna talk to me right. later. <laughs> Not that, but you know, I'm gonna, I'm being honest with myself. You know, I'm gonna continue the conversation, and sometimes in that moment, you don't have the energy, and you're busy to continue the conversation. So I don't take it personally. I just had to zing you for it, but I don't that take it personally. That thing is funny though. You made me give a silent laugh over here. Like I couldn't even get the laugh out. Listen, <laughs> I feel seen. I read you, <laughs> right? Because I know you're trying to play me, and if you do it to me, you do it to other people. Right. Too. You do. I try to do it to my mama. Anywho, um <laughs> So the maintenance part of the yeah, relationship. The but we see each other frequently, so that's why you can you can like I can, you can because like I people. am gonna talk to you. Right. The other part, I think another thing that um keeps our relation that will keep our relationship together is our boys. Right. Um because our boys, um all all three of the boys now are connected. Mm-hmm. Um we want them to spend time together right. and and we like the safe space that we've created with and them. when they're hanging out with each other, they're out of our face. They are. They really are. Not all the time, but most of the time. At well, least they're, the time. Dis- they're distracted. Well, at least when we're in the office, right. they leave us alone. Right. Sort of. They right. try to distract us through the windows. But um, they do. But they enjoy each other's company. And we are comfortable. I'm completely comfortable that nothing stupid. Well, nothing crazy is going on. Something stupid might happen, but nothing crazy will happen. Right. They're, they're, they're good kids. Yeah. And they're good together. So, and you have a big ass yard, so they can just go. You get you lost. saw them. They're playing basketball, <laughs> jumping on the trampoline, riding the playing bike, fetch, right? All like, without leaving. Listen, right? and we we can watch all of it from right we here. We can. So, I think that um, there's there's things that um, are put, are in place here that help us to. Make but sure that's our going. relationship. So then, with our I'm other talking about with other people, like recently, mm-hmm. I had to send out an email because I'm like. I like reading and just because I've had Zuri doesn't mean that I should stop reading right just like just because I've had Zuri doesn't mean I should stop working out so I sent an email to the people that I still like to continue the book club with and I said hey ladies I want to continue this right are y'all down Mm -hmm. the people responded that they do yes but if I did not initiate that communication I don't I don't think well they were waiting for you because you're the you were the the host Mm mm-hmm the leader the host the leader the host the host but this was your initiative right so if it's your initiative and um and it had to be when you were ready because you had a baby i guess so it's it was respectful and and, um our friend that suggested all the books those are some good reads oh yeah i'm excited she she put out the bomb reads yeah so we're and about to have a very good um the year of yes i will read that again because yes. I, you know, um, we're not leading with that because you've read it already right so i mean but i'll read it again like right. i'm excited about that and the other books that she listed i was excited about those. so but you see i had to initiate that and even then when i created that group there was a point in time where there was a lot of dialogue going on and people were yeah and there were just times that i was just like mm. <laughs> i love y'all but i don't feel like talking about mm-hmm. it Oh, the, and, and that's and, okay. And then some of the and my humor is so sarcastic and weird. They would send stuff and they're like, "Oh my god, it's so funny." I'm like, hmm, "That's not funny to that me. That shit ain't funny." Right. Mm-hmm. Y'all get on my nerves. Right. Don't, 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 I wanted to silence the guy. You know, like almost like mm. I've done that. Have you? Mute. I don't even. I had to figure out how to do it. How to mute that group? I've muted. But them. I don't want them to know I muted them because then that's that well, you. That, I mean, you okay? But I muted y'all because well, they know now. <laughs> But no, I just, it's a lot of chatter. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of different personalities. Yeah. So sometimes I just can't. Mm-hmm. And then I turn it back on and I go back in right. and I read a little bit. So yeah, I go back. But I mean, I didn't, I didn't like delete it. And I, just, and I just, and I think too, I was able to see everybody for who they were. Right. So by the things that they were sending me or what they thought was funny mm-hmm. or the things that they were appreciated and right. I'm like, I don't know. No, right, I'm like, not agree with that. That me. doesn't that doesn't impress me. Doesn't you know? Like yeah. it just helped me kind of. Yeah, you learn them, from, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And they probably learned me too. Like mm, look at this. Look at this. She's not who we thought she was. Right. She mean. <laughs> You're not mean. I'm not mean. I'm real. 
no furthest thing from me I can't be like you probably yeah well yeah I mean I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna see it but you're not gonna see you're like the sweetest Aww. you really are like one of the sweetest like most giving people you're so generous until you cross me well yeah you mean it's a until mm-hmm. but it's a bold black line it's yeah. not even a fine line right it like you know that you have stepped over that mm-hmm. so that takes a lot to push me to that point and then once I get to that point, it's like the point of no return. Right. I don't allow people to abuse me consistently. Mm-hmm. I might give you a couple passes, like a one or two, they having a bad day or something, you know. Whatever. Right. But if you are constantly abusing me, and that's figuratively and literally, right. um, I can't rock with that. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Because I think I, I leave the, the floor open to have conversations with my friends, with my family, with my loved ones. And, um, well, no, sometimes I don't. I'm, that's lying. I'm lying. Sometimes I know that they are not going to be able to receive. So I do, I do not leave the floor open for mm-hmm. discussion. Okay. Only when I know that it's going to be productive. If I feel like it's going to lead to nowhere but an argument. Because sometimes when you have a conversation, if the person is not willing to be flexible or try to see your perspective it just leads to an argument I'll just be like it's not worth the argument right. and I'll just be like meh but um if the person is flexible and re- really willing to work I- I'm willing to work too right I agree with that and I can see that in you I know for me I have we talked about this I think it was in a podcast but we talked about how there's some people who are just like I don't want it's not worth the trouble so they don't say anything mm-hmm. and then they store it up I've I've had moments where I've been that person um, that makes me so sad because it hurts and I and I feel like the people that really do that most of the time are women yes they hold hurt and I hold it and then and then I held it to the point where I started to feel it in my body so my neck would hurt or my, I'd have these constant migraines. And you're tired. And I'm exhausted. And I could see the bags under my eyes. My skin started to break out. So I had this, I mean, my back broke out like crazy. And it's because I'm holding poison in me. Right. And you're not, why you're not am I doing that? It. And I'm not serving anyone by doing that. Because that's what we're taught. We're taught that um, women should be demure and not too opinionated or vocal, and that we, when we are, we are threatening and intimidating and right. emasculating. Mm-hmm. Emasculating. That's whack. It is. That's whack as fuck. Because it's not true. And if I can't be honest, like, what's the point? Right. And why can you be honest, but I can't be honest? Why am I supposed to just eat it? And, and why is it that people have such a hard time seeing the truth? How can you maintain a relationship, friendship, intimate, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. what, whatever kind of uh, relationship, if you can't be honest? I can cook, Omar, my son, loves my cooking. Mm-hmm. I can cook something and be like, mm-mm, this ain't right. <laughs> right. tell me straight up, yes. mommy, this is not hitting. No. I'm sorry. Can we go to uh, get me some seafood from down the street? Because I'm not eating this. Omar will tell me. Yes. I love you, mom, but no. Right. I'll put something on to go out and he'll be like, mm, you know you just had a baby, right? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, mommy, but I'm telling you the truth. You might want to put something else on. And you can receive it because you... He's telling the truth and I know he's being honest with me. And Well, you respect truth. Right. And Am you, I, no, you but also it's, know it's, that he loves you. Right. And it's coming from a, a loving good place. Because he doesn't want me to make a fool of myself. He loves you. He'll be like, mm, did you get any sleep last night? Mm-hmm. Looking a little tired. Right. Like, you know I didn't get no fucking sleep last night. Like, you know I didn't. Oh, mine. Now, if I'm going crazy in the house. Right. Mine will come up and hug me and say... Is it your lady time? Mm-hmm. Because you acted crazy. Mm-hmm. And usually it is. And I can't be mad can't at him. You can't be mad because he's telling you the truth. Yes. And I and I don't snap at him for that. I accept the hug because I need it. And then I go lay down. Right. 
because I really am like a toddler at that moment right. where I feel like he sent me to bed. Right. Like, you need to go lay down. And, you, and you're seen. Yes. So that's what I think the problem is. I think a lot of people don't like to be seen. Mm. Nobody likes to be read. So. I mean, I like to be read to a certain point. I don't want everybody seeing everything. No. And when you call me out on the on the for real, for real stuff, I'd be like, damn. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. I respect it later, but it I does do. hurt in the moment. It does. It yeah, does. I don't like it in the moment. But I can go back. I I am good. No, because I'm I I don't um you know, I am diplomatic, but in the moment where I'm really red, like for real, like on something serious, I might get quiet. But I have to process it. And it doesn't mean I'm mad at the person. I'm just mad, period. That I was but seen. I, but I do go back and I I validate what the person said. Absolutely, I do too. Because I love the, I I love that they love me enough to check me or to see me and then I love I go back and love them enough you know what I'm saying to show them that you respect their opinion right and that I'm not too proud to or you're not you don't think you're better than than I being don't. seen no I don't and that's okay because you're human and nobody's mm-hmm. perfect yeah. it's like Donald with this fake news shit it's like bitch you know this this, this shit is not <laughs> all fake. this shit is about it's you it's real right but you know what even if he said yeah everything's true People would still be rah rahing for him. I know that that's a that's a like I don't even know why he bothers to say it's fake. He could say it's true, and they still not gonna not back him. But you know, you know what pisses me off when you tell somebody a truth mm-hmm. and they cannot see it. Oh my god! And then somebody else tells them the same oh, truth, and then and it's they like, see it. oh my god, you're right. You are so right. And I I'm never like, thought about it like that. I'm like, how could you have never thought about that it like that when I, I just said? told you that last week? I wrote it down, pick, took a picture, drew a picture, mm-hmm. and a map to the shit. How did you not see it? Because you said it. Because I said it. I can't see nothing Listen, you say. I'm telling not you. Not a damn I'm thing you, you say. I'm Don't even bother saying oh shit because I can't right. see nothing you, you say. Because right. it's you. Yep. Mm-mm. They don't want to hear it. I need to put on like a different voice and then just say it. I need to like, yeah, they, abs- can't, they absolutely can't hear it because it's coming from you. You would have to morph into somebody else's body and use a different voice. Then they'd hear it. Can't be you, though. For whatever reason, they have a bias against you being, against you seeing them. And I think it's because they think that I'm all, they think that I think I'm always right. But they think that I'm always right. That's the real thing. And And they they hate it. Actually, if I'm being honest, Mm -hmm. I do think I'm mostly right. <laughs> but I do be right though. I do be right. And when I'm wrong, I can say I'm I wrong. I can say I'm wrong. I'm fine with being wrong. Mm-hmm. But when I'm right, I don't have to stomp around talking about I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. But I mean, I know I'm right. I just give you that look like you knew I was <laughs> you right. Know I know you know you know I'm right. <laughs> but, and do I like admitting when I'm wrong? Nobody likes no. to be wrong. I hate to admit no. I'm wrong. But I can but admit But I do it. it. I do it though. I do it though. Because people people deserve that absolutely they deserve that and i and i can't um i can't expect them to receive me if i can't receive them so somebody recently i i i said some truths to somebody that i love very much not chris because if if i don't say that they're gonna assume it's chris it's not it's somebody in my family that i love very much and i said some truths to this person and this person came to me and said, don't you think you owe me an apology because what you said wasn't true? So I actually pulled up what I said mm-hmm. and I went through verbatim what I said and I said everything I said was true. But the way that I said it was nasty. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry if I said it nasty, but I'm not sorry for saying what I said. I'm not sorry for the content. I'm sorry for the delivery. Yeah, the delivery could have been a little bit nicer. Mm-hmm. I mean, could have but at that point, I was um, at that point I was pregnant at that mm-hmm. time, and so um, my emotions were on high, mm-hmm. and um, I was tired of saying the same thing over and over again. So I think I felt very frustrated, and I just popped mm-hmm. because I felt like I kept saying this to this person, and because they should know me better than that. It just made me infuriated. Right. 
And you couldn't hold it. And I was hurt. So I, I, and I wanted to hurt mm-hmm. because I hurt. So the hurting was the meat, the, de- the, the nasty, delivery, right? Mm-hmm. But also the hurting could have been that those are, I mean, those are things you have said before. Mm-hmm. I have, but, and I think I've said them in, in nasty ways before, but never like that. Mm-hmm. So it was a mortal combat fatality. Oh, this was the samurai. Yeah. This was a double, triple right, sword. Right, all the samurais. Girl, listen, I came out twirling and all kinds of backflipping and all kinds of shit with that damn sword. The crazy 88. Yes. Listen, the decapitation. Yes. The finishing. Cutting hands off, everything. Right. Wow. But you know what? You admitted it. And let me just tell you, and our, our relationship suffered because of it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. But Lord, I felt better. Mm. I felt better. I felt free. I felt relieved. And I felt like even though they felt seen, Mm -hmm. even though they really had to say, well, shit, did I? Am I really like that? Mm -hmm. Like, fuck. Um, And they didn't like to look at themselves because nobody really does. I get get that. But, Lord, I felt better. Man, I slept like a baby that night. Yeah. I slept like a a baby. But then I still have a strained relationship with this person. And this person is important to me. Well, it's going to take time because if you drop a bomb like that, the way you dropped it. Oh, it was Hiroshima. It takes time. It takes time for that person to recover. Because they're thinking about it. And and the truth is, is that this person will never go be gone completely out of my life. Just not possible. But um, I think that... Yeah, I don't know if everything... I don't know if it'll ever be the same. I'm going to be honest with you. Will it be a new, better, different? I don't think so. I think mm. it's I think it's definitely like going to be... It's damaged. Mm. I think that that truth was so hard for them to bear that it's hard for them to look at me now. Mm. Because when... It's like when uh, somebody's hurt you really bad, mm-hmm. you almost feel guilty being around them. Yeah. You don't even want to look them in the face. Right. Because you know how how wrong you've done them, mm-hmm. like that. I have uh, been around people like that. I mean, I haven't done that that I know. I've of. done that. Did I hurt I, anybody? I, of course, you have, Aaron. Stop playing. Everybody has. I don't know if I've hurt anybody. And the thing is that when you've hurt somebody, oh, that actually, much, yes, I have. Yes, you yeah, have. Yes, I have. Sometimes yeah. you get angry with them. Yeah. Because of your own guilt. Right. That's true. And it is uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. You'd, you'd, you, it's hard to look somebody in the face when you know you've done them wrong. And to try to act like it didn't, you know. Right. You're not acting like it didn't happen, but you're trying to move forward, but you know it's there. You don't really want to acknowledge the, the elephant in the and you And sometimes, from like, when I did hurt someone, I just felt like apologizing every time I saw them. So that made me not want to see them. Right, because you don't want to... Why I don't want to... To be the pity party. Yeah. That's stupid. So, I mean, because once you've apologized... But yeah, like, what so more I get do you that. want from me? I know. What yeah. can I give you? How can I help you right now? But it comes back full circle. Do you say the truth or do you keep the peace? Mm. Because I'm telling you, my life would be a lot more peaceful had I not so done that truth. finish him yeah. samurai sword shit. Had I just kept it to myself. Had I not exploded. But Lord, I felt better. Mm-hmm. And I still feel better because I'm I'm in my truth and right. they know it. So So I actually don't know the answer to that because keeping the peace means with this person that's very important to me. But that means you suffer in silence right. for their peace. Right. Or you destroy their peace for your own peace. Right. How and does it work? What do you do? I'm telling you, I struggle with it all the time. And I think I struggle with it because I'm a person that's been hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't been hurt so much, then maybe it wouldn't be that. It wouldn't be so important to me. Right. To be honest. It wouldn't be so important to me to say, you hurt me. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think, I think that a lot of times when people hurt you, they don't want to acknowledge the hurt. That's, right. That bothers me. If I do something to anybody, to Chris, that's hurtful, I apologize. If I do something to my son that's hurtful, I apologize. If I do something to Snoop, man, I remember I was pregnant and Snoop was just up underneath me. 
and I was in the kitchen cooking and my belly's so big I can't see mm -hmm. and he was like underneath my feet but I couldn't see him and I almost stepped on him mm -hmm. but I was angry with him because I'm like why are why you, are you under my feet and so right? I I didn't kick him I did not kick him mm -hmm. but I kind of pushed him with my foot like right. get out of here mm -hmm. like really annoyed with him and he's like oh. Oh. and I felt bad right. I was like oh my god Stevie, right. I'm so sorry <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry I hurt you. And I swear to you, he was giving me side eye for the next couple of days. Yeah. Like, mm. that'll do you. And I and I kept apologizing to him. And he's a dog. Right. But I knew I was wrong. Mm -hmm. And I even fe I felt guilt. Yeah. Because I heard him. I heard him. And he's a fucking dog. Right. I feel bad when I hurt people when they don't deserve it. Yes. But when they deserve it, I be sleep. <laughs> I be sleep, honey. Sleep early. And hard. You didn't even Drooling. dream. You didn't even dream. You Drooling just, and everything. You woke up crusty eyes. Everything, girl. <laughs> Ashy mouth. Like, shit, I didn't even realize I was asleep. Yes. It's that important to me. Yeah. I, and I find myself avoiding people that I don't feel like I can be honest with. That's fair. Because I, you're having to yeah. restrain yourself. Yeah. I'm not being my authentic. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm not being my authentic self. But I'm not being real. I think you said something about having been hurt so much. I, I've been hurt a lot. But I think the thing I kick myself about was that when I was younger, I didn't know how to stand up for myself. That's why me either. And that's why as an adult, it's so important yes. for me not to allow anybody to take advantage of me. It comes from a place. Yeah. It does though. Yeah. Like, and that's why these kinds of discussions are really important because some people don't know why they are the way they are. Some people don't know why they have the battery okay. in their back. And I get that. About certain things. Mm -hmm. And so even for you, you might be so passionate about honesty because you've dealt with so much dishonesty mm -hmm. so much deception mm -hmm. that it has made you a complete and total zealot for honesty mm -hmm. um, I have zero tolerance yeah mm -hmm. but that's because you've experienced the opposite but then I find myself being very unforgiving that's not good either no and that's something you have to you have to once you've deceived do the work. me or yeah. lied to me and don't let you have lied to me more than once or several times that I know about uh uh I'm not it's very hard to get me back well you can no 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 see here's that's the issue I already I can forgive you right and not fuck with you right that's true no, and I, I'm not checking for you. Mm -hmm. right. I can I'm not forgive gonna, you, though. Right, right, right. I move like, on. Like, I'm not I'm beefing not, with I'm you. Not, right, 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 right. But I don't fuck with you. Mm -hmm. and, that's, and that's good. Right. I can forgive you and wish you well mm -hmm. and want to see you doing well. Mm -hmm. But from way over here, mm -hmm. I just don't want you near me. Mm -hmm. And that's a real thing. But the person that I'm talking about, I want them near me. Okay. So we're going to have to work this out. Girl, I'm going to leave it to Jesus. Because I don't have the, I just don't have the, because for me to go or confront this person and try to patch things up, the truth would have to be discussed again. And they just aren't in the space. They're not emotionally, mentally ready or mature enough, which is very sad because it's a grown ass person, mm -hmm. to really handle they don't want to see themselves that way. Mm -hmm. And I also think they're, they want to be like, damn, how many times do you want me to apologize? The thing is this. You can apologize, but if your behavior hasn't really changed, your mm -hmm. apology don't mean shit. Mm -hmm. So if you're still carrying on the same way, mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. I need the apology to be reflected in your behavior. Mm -hmm. I want your words and your actions to, to match. match. Because mind you, mm -hmm. when I love, I love hard. Right. But when I'm out, I'm out. Hard. Gone. Even harder. Lost. Like, yeah. don't even, you can't find me. Where's Ryan? Where's Waldo? It's like a rapture. Forget about it. <laughs> Her clothes are here, but she is not. Right. Yeah. That's a hard one. And see, and that's why I had to give 
I think that people focus so much on romantic relationships, but mm-hmm. the relationship that I'm talking about, that's not it's romantic. It's not romantic, right. I think that people need to heal in other areas of their lives mm-hmm. with other relationships, not just romantic. I think that especially women are so focused on the romantic, right. but everything else is in shambles, mm-hmm. or they're not clear on who they are. I'm very clear on who I am. But that's because you focus so much on yourself and your other relationships your other non-romantic relationships those relationships to me are the training ground for a romantic relationship you're not even ready for a romantic relationship until you know yourself and you know how to deal with the other relationships in your life I agree like if you're not a good friend you're not gonna be a good woman or man to anybody if you're not a good sibling um and being a good sibling doesn't just mean um you know showing up but like being the best of friends to them too and loving them and checking them and seeing them and comforting them like there's so much that goes into it all of those things we use in our romantic relationships so if we're not good at it anywhere else we're We're gonna fuck it up when it comes to Mm -hmm. but what's funny is that when you are prepared and you're in a relationship with somebody that's not they're gonna do everything to make it seem like that's not the truth of the situation they're gonna mm-hmm. try to they're gonna try to make it appear as if you're the one with the issues mm-hmm. and that's when you have to sometimes know yourself well enough <laughs> to say yeah this shit ain't for me mm-hmm. or know yourself well enough to say okay I know the truth right now I'm gonna work with you but I know the truth right you're not gonna you can't you can't convince me that what you're saying is the truth when I know it's not. It's very frustrating for anybody to be telling the truth for it not to be received. Oh my gosh. It makes you want to rip your hair out. Girl, that was me and Thugaboo all day, but anyway. Mm-hmm. It's so frustrating. You like want to punch. That's why yes. people get in domestic violence situations. It is because I'm telling you the truth, and you're saying no, you're not. You lying, and now I'm gonna punch you in the mouth because right. you keep saying that. Right. Yes, I get it. Right. I get it. So my grandmother apparently, when my mom was younger, my my grandparents used to fight apparently, and my grandmother picked up one of those rotary phones oh, and knocked my grandfather across the head. Can you imagine that ding sound that it made? Can you you know how heavy those phones are? Mm-hmm. She could have killed that man. She could have killed him. But he lived a long time after that. But I bet he learned a damn <laughs> lesson after that shit. Too. He, whatever he said, he didn't say that again. He probably <laughs> used the, that t- same time. Hello. Every time he pick it up, it's a memory. You know what's funny is that when I was growing up, my grandparents had two separate lines. Her line was in the den, so that was her number, and his line was in the dining room and in his room because they had separate rooms at this point. Oh, because they don't. So that's why he probably didn't fuck with that phone no more. He's like, I'm getting my own number. I'm not touching that phone ever again. (laughs) Oh my god! But imagine that. How long were they married? You know what's funny is and sleeping in separate rooms, separate rooms, having separate. Let me tell you something. They just ate together. That's it. <laughs> if, if Chris ever feels to the point where he wants to sleep in a separate bed than me, just go ahead. And leave we, it's me. over. Just go ahead and leave. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I don't. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that I at want all. Passion. Yeah. I want romance. Me I too. want affection. Yeah. I want. I want it all. I baby. want it all. I want. So if he ever feels compelled to sleep his ass somewhere else Mm-mm. than besides me, or I don't want that. No. That's not the kind of marriage I want. I couldn't imagine being married for how many years, hitting somebody upside the head with a rotary <laughs> phone and sleeping in separate rooms. Just get divorced. No. And you know what's funny? People would rather. That's that's the they shit suffer. that pisses me off. People would rather suffer than admit defeat. Yeah. They would. They think that being divorced is a failure. Mm-hmm. And they they're they've been defeated. Yeah. They would rather stay together for the show. Oh, they no. still together. No. <laughs> and we still together. Yeah. No, I don't want that. No. Divorce me. I don't mm-hmm. care. I That's can look not like a failure to I me. I can look like a failure to whoever. I don't give a fuck. Because I know I'm not a failure. That's a success. I'm happy. Freedom is a success. Freedom is a success. So oh. either freedom peace in this is a success. Free freedom and peace. There we go. Either in the relationship with you, we are free and we have peace. Or apart, we are free and we have peace. But either way, I'm not sacrificing. Why either. do people feel the need to just, just for the show? I don't know. 
oh, we've been married for 30 years, so we might as well stay married. No, you no. shouldn't. Don't waste one more day. You could be living La Vida Loca in Brazil with Rico Suave and whoever else. But you here hitting people upside the head with telephones. What are you doing? Stop wasting your life. Yes. That I want to I want to be unapologetically crazy happy. Yeah. I do. I want to be in love. I want to be um, mad at you sometimes. I want to make up. I want to laugh. I, I want to do the booty all at least the, several times a week. And I want it that even if we're not speaking, we still do the booty because that's important. That's to just me. what you do. Yes. I'm not, I'm I'm mad at I'm you, not talking to you. Go ahead and take this. this, this, this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what it should be. I don't want to shut it down. No. I'm not shutting that down. No. I'm not talking to you right now. Right. Yeah. I want that. Hold on. But we said something else too. Wait. So we said, you know, you know, you old when you have to move the paper around to actually see the writing. Oh my goodness, what is wrong with me? All right. Um, okay, overly demanding versus having standards. Did we touch on that? No. But you know something? This episode kind of what it kind of it started about us, but I think this whole episode has been about us. It has. And I think. I like it too. Because it's honest. It was honest. And this one was organic, for real. Yeah, because I wrote some shit down. We didn't, even read we didn't talk about that. that. So that'll be another episode. That'll be another conversation. Because we didn't touch... We want to hear about y'all too. I do. I want to hear about um, who you are. Um, what led you to us. What you like. What, what you've enjoyed. What you've learned. What you haven't agreed with. I want to know about you. Maybe times that you don't mind sharing a situation where you maybe put up with shit that you shouldn't have and how you got out of it. Yeah. Because I learned from that. Times when somebody was honest with you and you couldn't receive it. Just anything. Right. Anything from, you know, life lessons that you can impart upon us that we can impart upon other people. Yes. Because we're not above that. We're I'm not, not saying all. I know everything. I don't for sure know everything. I know a lot, though. You do? No. No, you don't. <laughs> we learn and we just figuring shit out. I just know I'm honest. The That's Bible the only says... thing. I'm I'm somebody's mama. Somebody's mama. And I'm honest. That's all I know about myself. And I just know that I want to be in a passionate marriage with somebody's oh, son. <laughs> and I want to eat without getting fat. Oh my gosh. That's my real dream. That's my for real dream. It really is. I want to not feel guilt. Sometimes I want to eat. Sometimes cupcakes. I eat. I was about to say a piece of cake, and I enjoy it so much. And then I, and I feel like I, I even do a little dance and everything to oh my like gosh, a celebratory so dance yes. about my food mm -hmm. and a little, little song. song and everything. <laughs> I just want to do that and, so and be happy. But then my 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 happiness is robbed from me. It is the moment it's finished. I'm yes. like, why did I do that? Right. But that's why I don't. If I bite into something and it's not good, I do not finish it. Because oh, me I'm either. Not I throw it out. I'm wasting, wasting calories. Nope. For what? Mm -mm. When I can go inside and eat a sugar cookie. And that's also why I drink water because that, I want to chew my calories. Let me tell you something. I don't drink. I haven't drunk juice in forever. I don't drink juice. I don't drink soda. I've only drunk water. That shit don't matter. My ass is still it really bad. doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's all about metabolism. I do enjoy it's a about cup of pineapple juice every now and then, though. And it's so sugary. The only time I'll have a juice is if I'm having a cocktail. Yeah, and that's I enjoy that too. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna stop drinking. Oh hell no! Mm -mm. Now they asking too much. Yeah, I'm oh, not gonna stop. You're drinking, drinking your calories. Why don't you just drink? Bitch, okay, mind your business. <laughs> it's Shit, my business. I need, I need this glass of wine right now. I can do what I want. It's my business. As a matter of fact, thank you, you guys. I'm gonna go in and have a glass of wine. <laughs> so guess what? I want you to uh, holler at us. On IG, we are Fire at Will, F-I-Y-A-A-T-W-I-L-L. -L. Love for you to leave your comments, um, respond to this podcast, let us know what you're thinking, how you're feeling. Or Even find respond me on to Apple Podcasts. We're on Apple, Apple hey. Podcasts. Damn, yes. So, your girls are moving up. So, uh, we, and we want to take you with us. So, please uh, check us out. So, right, until guys. next time. Talk bye. to you later. Bye. I need to add your fingerprints so you can end the shit yeah. sometimes because I'm just... <laughs>